It's the Life of a Sports Mom podcast with host Shoshana Cook. We're here Mondays at 7 p.m. Pacific Time and 10 p.m. Eastern Time on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Coach Cook's wealth of knowledge within college sports, recruiting, and the NCAA Clearinghouse will bring a new level to what we do. Here we go! Happy Monday, everybody. Um, if I sound congested, it's because I'm getting over something. But tonight's show, since we have so many people in this portal, we are going to talk to a gentleman. He is a father. He's been a coach. He's been a recruiter. And now he is a book. Arthur, and the name of his book is The Recruiting Blueprint. So I want everybody to welcome Coach Johnson. How you doing? I am good. I am good, Ms. Cook. How are you? Thank you for I'm having good. me on. Thank you. You thank know you. it. You know it. I mean, we talk. We talk sports. We talk a whole bunch of stuff because yes, you are the <laughs> jack of all trades. But yes, ma'am. I thank you. This book. I am super proud of you. First off, that you 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 doing this because this is your passion. So let's yes, talk about this book. Yes, ma'am. So it, it's actually been a, a long journey, um, a long time coming, and and this is one of many. But <laughs> I felt like I wanted to make it, you know, make it make sense. A lot of parents are, you know, have been saying over the years, I, you know, we're struggling when it comes to recruiting, you know, trying to make it make sense. And it's a whole lot of information, a whole lot of, you know, people really good in recruiting, and there's some that's probably not so good. But I felt like I could really present a strong case for the the basics of what recruiting looks like and make it very easy for parents to read as a, a roadmap, which is why I call it a blueprint, uh, to kind of help, you know, get them going in the right direction. So that was the, the motivation behind it, um, going through it, you know, with my own kids for many years and having to the ups and downs, highs and lows, you know, even though you, you have guidelines to go by, everybody's situation is different. And the Absolutely. one thing that I, I have to tell every parent listening is it is not something that you do casually. Recruiting is a 365-day job. You're mm-hmm. doing something to help your kids once you make your mind up that you're going to do it. So it's not something that you have to, to do when you feel like it. You have to really put in the time, the effort, the sweat. It's a lot of work to get to that point. Um, and then when they do sign, if they're blessed enough to be in that position, you have to continue that thing again <laughs> until they're done because now you see the transfer portal is gobbling kids up. So it doesn't stop then. So it, it's a nonstop process. Now, that's fact because the way this portal is right now, I feel sorry for the high school kids. Mm-hmm. who really mm-hmm. are doing, you know, good things. But 
this portal is going to have coaches pulling out from the portal. Like, and, and, and parents have to understand that now for football especially, kids are going to have to become better very early. You know, how right. baseball, they've started years ago, you know, looking at kids in the seventh grade, offering them, you know, things of that nature. Now for the mass of kids that are going to be left out because of the portal, and to to make that make sense to parents, the, the, the reason why the portal is going to eat up a lot of high school scholarships is because you have the win-now world we live in, win-now mentality where coaches want to keep their jobs. So right. you don't really have a whole lot of time to develop if you got to win. So the transfer portal gives me easy access, so it seems, on the surface, to go and grab guys that I don't really have to put a whole lot in as far as the, the newness of, what college football looks like. These guys have already been in the system. They've been yelled at. They've been fussed at. They they understand what the workout regimen looks like. So it's a little easier to bring those guys in a little further ahead and try to win with that versus getting somebody fresh out of high school that's completely green to everything and having to bring them up to speed. So unless you're a really, really high recruit, the next couple of years is going to be really tough for a lot of high school guys. Yeah. I tell people all the time, like, I thought the recruiting was brutal in high school. Oh, it's worse in college. <laughs> but I said, but it's nothing compared to college. It's nothing at all. In that level of college. Like, you have to mentally prepare yourself for all the mental games that happen when your child is blessed to play in college. So I'm always saying that. So I'm glad that you touched on that. Now, what is one of the first things you would tell someone when it comes to recruiting besides it's a 365-day job? Because it is. But what would be the first steps that a parent would take who, who may not be familiar, because there are moms who may not be familiar. There are dads who may not be familiar. Or there may not be a mom or dad. It may be a grandparent or an aunt. Okay, so um, the, the first thing I would tell, number one, I, I'm also a consultant. So the, the nitty-gritty of walking you through the process, which is hours and hours and hours, uh, I do that, and that's not for free. But free advice for parents is start early, meaning start preparing your kids mentally, physically to understand what the grind is as early as seventh grade. Not saying that you have to take them to college camps or anything like that, but start building them their their mental acumen to really understand the sport, to understand how to deal with coaches, how to have great work ethic, and most importantly, how to manage their grades once they hit high school. A lot of kids fall apart their freshman year. They dig a hole because it's fun, and it's very tough to dig your way out of it once you're in that hole. So the earlier you can start working with the mindset, sports is mostly mental. 
and and 15, 20% master what the mindset looks like, especially when you get to the collegiate part, because now you got to take the emotion out. You, you can't go in because it's business. Once you yeah. get to the collegiate part, it's all business. So if you go in emotionally thinking that, hey, I'm afforded the same opportunities I was when I was in high school and I was in middle school, you've already lost. You're in trouble yeah. because there is no such thing as a level playing field when it comes to sports. Somebody is always going to get preferential treatment. You just have to figure out how to level the playing field towards you. Yeah, that's, that's important because – until you've had a kid that goes into college, with which we both have, mine hit the transfer portal, yours hit the transfer portal, but for two different reasons. You know what I mean? And you definitely have to prepare your kid Absolutely. for that next level. Like, because you can come home and they can express it. They may be away from you, and now you got to figure out things, but you also got to let them grow, too, right? It does play a mental game, and I, and I don't even think it's intentional. I just think it's it's a business, and as soon it, it as is a business. Mm-hmm. your athlete realizes that, they can walk it like it's a business, you know what I mean? Like, when you're on top, yeah, you feel like, okay, I'm on top, but then when you get there, you you need to understand that. All those other kids who come in, they're on top too. They came in on Absolutely. top. Absolutely. You know, and and we have to preach that to our kids. Like, you're starting at ground zero. Nobody Absolutely. knows you. You have to make yourself known. Because Absolutely. if you go in with the mindset of, okay, I was, let's just say, All-American for four years, 90% of those kids was the same thing you were. Everybody's good. How are you going to make yourself better? Absolutely. And it's so many moving pieces. You know, number one, I always always tell my kids um, that you have to truly, truly focus on everything that's being said and then look in the mirror because the coaches are telling everybody the same spiel. They're telling everybody, hey, I want you to start. I want you to be the best. They have to because they have to keep everybody locked in. Now, the person that can do what the coach asks them the best, that's going to be the guy who's going to get the goods. So you have to understand that they're not just telling you because you're the only person that, you know, is going to be privy to that information. They're telling it to everybody. But you have to be the one that shows up and be consistent most often in order to get it. And then in my book, I also talk about advocates. I talk about relationships. And one very important rule a lot of people miss is a lot of parents and kids go into this thing thinking, oh, I want a lot of offers. But then you don't realize that if you get 10 offers, 15, 20, however many, you have to manage those relationships. There are a lot of kids right now that could not get out of the portal because they didn't manage those relationships coming out of high school. And what I mean by managed relationships, meaning that once they got the offer they wanted, they shut everybody else out. They didn't respond. Yeah. They didn't talk to them. They, they basically 
say, hey, I don't need you. Guess what? What yeah. goes around comes around. So if you don't yeah. maintain those relationships down the line, when you need that person, guess what? That door won't open for you. And it happens yeah. every single day to a ton of people. So the the people that really understand, you know, look at the window that Dion opened at, at uh, Colorado when he said, you know, I, I left one school, but I'm bringing my luggage with me. And what he right. meant by that is he's bringing relationships. Think about it. When a, a coach gets fired, a head coach gets fired from a school, they get rid of everybody. Yep. And what they do, bring in, pretty much wipe the slate clean with who? People they trust, people they know. Yep. Those are relationships. So you can say yep. all day long, I want to go to a college to play football because I love the school. The wrong relationship is there. If you have no advocate, you're probably not going to play. There's no such thing as I'm going to work my way, you know, and, and, and earn my keep in every situation. It just doesn't happen because guys already know I'm going to depend on this guy. I've been talking to him for six months. I've been coaching him for a year. I trust him. Yeah. So that's my guy. Anybody else yeah. come in, you're going to have to work overtime, regardless of whether you're better than him or not. I trust him. Yeah. He's going to have to make way more mistakes for you to beat him out than the other way around. So understanding the relationships, understanding how to manage all of those things is, is yeah. stuff that kids need to learn very, very early. And there are a lot of kids that are stuck in the portal right now because they don't have those relationships. And they, they have leverage. Yeah. Are they burned up? And when I say burned, like you said, you didn't you didn't say thank you for the offer, coach, but I'm gonna go this Absolutely. way. You didn't give them that kind of respect. Which is maintaining a relationship. And and, and it's yeah. very easy to, you know, reach out to a coach, but a lot of kids didn't learn that because of whatever reason, the the lack of communication, you know, um thinking that I don't need you. I'm good now, and and not right. realizing it. And I tell my son, you know, and all the kids that I, I've trained, and the kids that I consult, you know, never. It it takes nothing to reply to a coach. If a coach texts you, I don't care if he's at an NAI, if he's at a JUCO, reply because three years from now he could be at your school, and yep. he'll remember exactly how you treated him, and now yeah. you don't have him as an advocate. So just yeah. like you respond to your friends, respond to the coaches. That managing relationships is is huge, especially now because it's coaches very important. are changing just as much Absolutely. as kids are going in the portals. So Absolutely. And those relationships, you got to come back to them because, yep. again, if you don't have those relationships, you can't go on your phone now that you're in the portal. And, and here's the, the, the biggest thing. A lot of kids are jumping in the portal because they're emotional. They're upset about what they think they should be getting, and they're not looking at, do I have an exit strategy, number one? Yeah. Do I yeah. have relationships? Do I have a way out? The most thing is I'm mad, so guess what? I'm just going to jump in. Yeah. But then when you get in, now you have to start figuring out, well, what do I do? Yeah. So there is no yeah. strategy. There is no exit plan. There is no how do I manage making this move. Not everybody yeah. has 
the the stats. Not everyone has, you know, the the leverage. Most kids have practice film. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, so how are you going to manage? And again, that's going to come down to what relationships. Yeah. Yeah. And can I feel a need at another school? Because one major thing a lot of people don't realize is you can leave one school as a practice player and go be a practice player at another school because mm-hmm. they told you the same thing. Yeah. They're just yeah. regurgitating the same information. So if you have no leverage, what do they have to bring you in to say, hey, we're going to roll out the red carpet for you? And leverage is stat coaches saying, hey, this is a flat-out baller. If you've been sitting on the sideline at a college for two years and you don't have coaches that know you from high school, you're probably going to end up in the same situation transferring. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the downfall, and especially because this this transfer portal, I think it was more than – last time so no, you're going to have people who's jumping in who have film who have stats who they're going to grab first absolutely absolutely they're they're still going to do that whole song and dance and dating game with you know the guys that doesn't have anything because just in case the guy I have don't pan out don't commit then hey i'll come you know grab you but, at the, again, at the end of the day, the truth of the matter is every school got to have guys to beat up on. They got to have practice guys. And, and people don't want to hear that, but that's the truth. You know, so are your, is your kid going to be that practice player or are they going to bring a whole lot to the table where they can work their way onto the football field and create some value, you know, in practice? And that starts very early with how you approach the game. Very true. Saying in a sense is don't jump into the portal unless you've done some homework and unless you have somebody talking to you and your relationships are, are solid. Because right now That's you're going to need to a portal. It's a lot of kids I talk to every single day, and they like calling me after the fact, Coach, I'm in a portal. I'm like, well, you know, why'd you jump in? Did you, you know, have a plan? Did you think about it? Nope, I'm just mad. They didn't play me. I'm in the portal. Okay, well, guess what? Now you're in trouble because yeah. you have a very short window, you know, of if nothing happens and they don't accept you back, by the time this year is up, you're out of school. Yeah. There are so many kids that go home without having an opportunity because, Again, they didn't have a plan. Yeah. Now, quick I'm question. Yes, mm-hmm. ma'am. Because I learned this only because I know of a kid. So if you go into the portal, right, mm-hmm. and you don't get picked up, if the school's still on and you, you were on a scholarship, is the school still paying you? For the scholarship until another school picks you up. No, ma'am. The the for that calendar year, um, they are that money is good for that calendar year, and after okay. that, you're toast. Oh wow! If they don't want you to come back, yeah. 
after that. So once that money is paid for that year, that money uh-huh. is already allocated. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. But after yeah, that, no, just think makes- about it. Most most of your scholarships are year to year anyway. Correct. You, they go back and, and, and reassess and say, hey, do we want to continue with this scholarship after this year? You know, very few are, are full four years unless, again, you're a high-profile, you know, kid. Um, yeah. But once you're in the portal, say now, right, mm-hmm. you're, by the time the semester is up come May mm-hmm. and the school doesn't accept you back, and you're not in anywhere mm-hmm. else, you're out of school. Oh, wow. Unless you come with a check. <laughs> so that's right. why it's, it's so important to have a strategy because there are no guarantees you're going to come out. Right. So yeah. you need to I have mean, a strategy and a plan. And, and a worst-case scenario, a best-case scenario, if this happens, this is what it's, it's chess, not checkers. And a lot of yeah. kids are jumping in playing checkers and getting smashed, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I I absolutely agree with that. And I think like although people think recruiting is done when your kid goes away to to college, it's still going. No, it's still going. Yeah, I, and and that's what I tell a lot of kids that look at this whole do you want a bus mentality thing, I'm like, do you know, uh, you know, Cam Newton went to a JUCO. A lot of kids mm-hmm. go JUCO, NAI, and, and now with the transfer portal, you can go to a lower-level school and go up if you go break records because right. you have Power 5 guys now playing at an NAI because they couldn't play at the Power 5. Yeah. So yeah. – it's really all about yeah and and it's again thinking about it from an emotional standpoint again we're already setting ourselves up for failure because most of the time the the market is going to tell you your value meaning what kind of offers you're getting right right so if you're only getting nai offers the market says regardless of what you think of yourself the market says we value you as a nai guy now it's up to you to prove the world won't, meaning right. go NAI wherever and break records. And there are a lot of people that do that. Then you have some that go to a NAI or a D3 and don't get on the field. So guess what? They're right where they need to be. Yeah, yeah. And it's a hard it's, – it's, it's very hard with, in, your, in your head. You're like, oh, this is where I should be playing. But you're right. If that's where you want to go, fall out, get graduate, and then go back as a grad. There's and a lot that. of people do it. Yeah, a lot, a lot of people do it. You know, I, I have a kid right now that says, you know, it's kind of like a nephew to me. You know, two years ago, he's like, hey, I'm going to bet on myself. You know, the, the, the school he went to initially, uh, he felt like, you know, he was slighted. And we sat down and talked about it, me, him, and his dad. And, mm-hmm. you know, he thought, I'm going to just go to a, a JUCO and get mm-hmm. my reps. You know, I said, you sure you want to do that? You know, he's like, yeah, I'm going to bet on me. And right now today, he's sitting on 15, 20 offers. 
because mm-hmm. he went and got reps. He kept his head down for two years, and it's paying off. So, again, it's yeah. understanding who you are, understanding that there are always different ways to skin this cat. You just have to yeah. be able to be flexible but never give up that dogged determination, that effort that got you in it, that love, the passion, you can't walk away from that. And you have to keep getting better every single day. A lot of kids get rejected because they feel like, well, I didn't get what I want, so I'm just going to quit. Then football is probably not for you anyway because you have to be able to go through those ups and downs in order to get to the other side. So, again, it's, it's a long journey. And that's why I say you have to start parents very early with the mindset, not beating the kid up, but just making sure that they understand work while you wait mentality. Whether you're a starter, whether you're a backup, whether you're a role player, whatever it is, it should always be work while you wait. Because if, yeah. if you're a starter, you work while you wait to get better. If you're a backup, work while you wait to be a starter. So it's always that cycle never ends as long as you plan plan a sport. Work while you wait for something better to happen. Okay, so this is a question I'm going to ask, and I feel like this is the most important thing that people, well, one of the most important things that families should pay attention to. Pay attention to these coaches that are leaving because if they recruited your kid and then they leave, your kid is at the college and they leave, be how it was when Deion Sander went to Colorado. I'm a clean house. I'm going to bring in who I want to bring in. And the biggest thing with that, too, is a lot of times they don't say it publicly, but a lot of kids are pushed out. And yeah. they just say, hey, just say you're decommitting or say you're jumping in the portal when, honestly, they're being pushed out because – and here, again, this is – again, let's make it make sense. If I spend six months to a year wooing a kid in my region and this kid come and plays for me and I know I've I, I spent time trying to develop a relationship, now I have a relationship, I know what this kid brings to the table – you know, again, no matter how unfair it sounds, then when I leave and I say, hey, are you coming with me? Yes. So the, the kid right. that's there that plays this position doesn't have a chance <laughs> because guess what? Have a chance I know this kid. Yeah. I, I know this kid. If if yeah. that coach let – me, let me give you an example. Let me give you an example, a real-life example of, of why I say this. Um, when my son was committed to Oregon, Right. right, the staff that was there loved him. So, Mario Cristobal left three days before early signing, and took the job in Miami. So I said, okay, right. hold on, we're gonna pause. We're not gonna sign because I want to see what those relationships look like with the new staff. Right. Yeah. So new staff come in. None of those guys recruited him. So I said, guess what? Now you're in a situation where if you sign, if you go, it's probably not gonna work out in your favor, so go where you're wanted versus where you have to fight an uphill battle because, again, there are no guarantees that the playing field is going to ever be level toward you. That's just 
the, the brass tacks of what this is. So yeah. that's a real-life example of why it's important to understand relationships. And there are a ton of kids that's happening to now. If you don't believe me, go to Twitter, look up uh, Carl, Carl Reed out, out of St. Louis, Missouri. He's talking about that every day about kids that he's helping that are getting pushed into the portal because of coaching changes. So it's happening well, every day whether we want to believe it or not. I just read, I don't know the, the, the young man's name, NC State. He was saying that I think he's a quarterback, but I think he's like a backup quarterback. He went into the portal, and I think he did some kind of interview, and they, he was saying, like, they told me they were going in another direction. So Absolutely. I had no choice but to go into the portal. wasn't like that was my thought. Oh, I'm going to go into the portal. I didn't have no choice if I want to And play. a lot of people will blame these kids, you know, and say, oh, you know, you, you're not being honest or you're not being loyal. And they don't realize the coaches don't have to, to take that brunt no. of that because they're telling the kids, hey, just say, you know, you're, you're getting in the portal. But they're telling yeah. you behind closed doors that, hey, you know, we, we're going in a different direction because guess yeah. what? I need that money that you're sitting on for somebody yeah. I feel is better than you. I don't value you. That's exactly what they're saying to you. I don't right. value you enough to continue to pay you. Right, right. And it's, it's like, how do you, I think, like you said, it, it's a business. So our, our young men that are playing football need to really look at it like it's a business because just like these players, it's like hot cake jumping into the portal. These coaches are leaving because it's a business. Absolutely. It's a business. You got to pay another day. dollars yeah. more than what I was making over here. I'm gone. I'm gone. I'm gone. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and, so and it, it, it's funny how people get so upset with kids jumping into the portal. But don't blame the coaches. But you don't blame the coaches who are leaving to go somewhere where they're paying them $2 million more. Nobody's saying that you shouldn't do it because you have a family and it's a business. But you can't get upset with the players and not the coaches. Like, at this point in the, in the game, nobody's really faithful. They're just waiting their time. Absolutely. And, and, and the same thing goes for the coaches have to go through it as well. So yeah. it's a trickle-down effect where the kids, unfortunately, get the the mass of the, the bad stuff, you know, yeah. because a lot of times people don't understand that, you know, kids are really just – a lot of kids are just pawns, you know, in, in, in this big recruiting thing. So you can't be upset when the kid puts in position to capitalize on – what coaches are capitalizing on. If a kid is leveraging, you know, his talent, because guess what? The coach is leveraging his financial gain based on what? The kid's who? Talent. Right? On how well he brings the talent in and develops the talent and wins with the talent, he's financially being compensated a lot of money for that. Absolutely. So we have to, again, make all of that make sense. And 
you're not making it, it – it's not about making it make sense to scare anybody. The way recruiting was prior to my son hitting his senior year is totally different. It's totally different. Once COVID came, it kind of messed up everything. I don't want to say messed up things in a bad way. It's just that the the athletes got a, a free year, so that was a year that it took scholarships. Like yep. it, it, and they, and on top of that, it hasn't really recovered. And now, as it's recovering, okay, these COVID years are coming to an end. Now you got everybody in the portal. So what was now COVID, it is now portal, and. Portal is like, who's going to pay me? If you want me, who's going to pay me the, the, the highest NIL deal? <laughs> and that's only and that's only allocated to your top-notch guys. Not everybody's going to get that kind of treatment. So right. a lot of kids, you know, please don't, don't misconstrue that. If you're not a, a top-tier guy, that's going to be very, very tough, you know, right. to, to, to do. And you'll be sitting, you know, there for a long time. Meaning you got to have a lot of leverage coming out, yeah. In order to yeah. even fight for something like that, you know. And and just the the truth of the matter is, again, we live in a world where it's win now or lose your job. So coaches yeah. have to have this. I got to build a championship team right now. For the most yeah. part in most of your schools around the country. You're going to have, you know, and, and again, they value. But if it's a school that truly values football, they truly value, you know, trying to win championships, that coach is on the hot seat if he's four and five, if he's four and you six. Sure? You're in trouble, you know. Yeah. Um, so you're either going to flip the script and not go get any high school guys because you need guys ready to come in so you can plug and play them, you know, or you're risking losing, you know, because you want to develop and losing your job. So it's yeah. it's very tough. You know, it's a tough thing. And that's why, again, kids, parents have to understand anything beyond high school is business. And if you're not looking at it from that lens, you're in trouble. Big time trouble. Okay, so as a recruiting Recruiting. Now, we have kids, we've, we've all seen it, where they want to go to the school where it's all the glitz and glamour. And, oh, well, they get this many uniforms, they be fly, they get cleats, they get blah, blah, blah. And on the, sitting on the sideline. I'm not talking about your first year when you're red-shirted. I'm talking about maybe your second year, your third year. Do you, how would you, let me see how I'm going to say this. How would you talk to your athletes about going where you're wanted instead well, that, of glitz and glamour? Well, and, you know, the, the hardest, you know, we're dealing with teenagers. And yeah. that is the allure that pulls them, which is why they have, you know, the camps, which is why they have, you know, the – um, picture days where you go and put the uniforms on and, you know, mm-hmm. look good and try on the, you know, that's why they do the photo shoots because they want to, you know, really 
do that thing up to where kids say, okay, I want to play that because it, the grass is green. It, it looks great. They have a Chick-fil-A, yeah. you know, around the corner. Um, and, and it's really trying to get them to understand, are you a fit? You know, right. spend time studying the roster. Do they have guys that look like you, that play like you on that roster? And yeah. if not, you're probably not going to play. The one thing I, I know about coaches is they don't normally stray far away from the body types that they like. They like this type of player. If that's the player that they've been coaching, developing, those are the guys that they're going to go after. Those are the guys that's going to play unless you're just head and shoulders better than those guys. So yeah. if you don't fit that system, if you don't fit that coach, even down to your mentality, there are coaches don't that don't like kids that are quiet. So you have to know all of that. Yeah. If you're a quiet kid and you go to a school where you have a rah-rah coach, you're probably not going to get played because he's not going to understand you. He's not going to spend time trying to get to know you regardless of what he say. I know kids yeah. going through that right now in college. Coach will not yeah, talk I to mean, him because closed mouths don't eat. Yeah. So, again, but, if you're not doing your due diligence to stand what you're getting yourself into, if you're the only reason – you're going for is the uniform, you're probably going to be a practice player because you're not right. looking at it, again, from a business perspective. What do right. I bring to the table? Yeah. I absolutely agree with that because I think sometimes with kids, if they don't pay attention to the, do I fit their scheme? They don't. Sometimes they look at stuff and be like, oh, I can easily get on the field. The coach told me I can get on the field. The coach telling you and everybody else that. And, and that's where they made the mistake because they fell for yes. the banana in the tailpipe. Yes. Yes. And then you'd be like, dang, they did me dirty. No, you just wasn't. And listening. they didn't. Yeah, they, they did <laughs> not do you dirty because they're they telling everybody the same thing. You just they're weren't the one. Job. Absolutely. Yeah. You just yeah. didn't go and do what you were supposed to do. And and the truth of the matter is there are a lot of kids that leave high school and don't know how to film study. There are a lot of kids that yeah. leave high school that will not do extra. So, again, at the end of the day, what do you bring to the table? Are yeah. you going to be that guy? It ain't always the coach's fault. It ain't always the kid's fault. But, again, where is your leverage? What are you bringing to the table? Can you Absolutely. outwork? Can you outperform? everybody that's there, everybody that's in front of you, and can you do it consistently? When kids are in high school, and this is something that I I talk to parents about, how often do you, as a parent, think about, we think about, man, I can't wait until he graduates. I can't wait until he goes, right? This is mostly the conversation. Do you say, is he prepared to stay? Oh, yeah, that's a good question. Am I preparing him to stay? We, yeah. We're pushing them out because, guess what, we know they want to go. But how much yeah. time have we spent preparing them to deal with grown men Yeah. every single day? Yeah. How much time have we spent preparing them to deal with the mental ups and downs, the denial, 
the pitfalls, preparing them to stay. Or yeah. we just saying, hey, I'd be glad when you get there. And then when they get there, guess what happens? The world shifts and everything they thought going in changes. Now, guess what? Yeah. If I'm not prepared for that, guess what I'm going to do? Either quit or I'm going to go into a shell because I was never prepared yeah. for it. Yeah. You're going to prepare one way or another because it is, it, it is a shocker. You know what I mean? Like, and, and through my consulting, those are the things that I teach parents that's very important of we walk through every scenario as early as possible of things that are coming. And I, I think one of the, the, the biggest issues we have now, parents wanting their kids to win early and not go through the struggle. That's where a lot of kids get hurt because if you're not denied early, you don't know what denial feels like when you get there. And everybody's going to be denied when you get there. It's how you deal with it yeah. that's going to help determine if you stay. Yeah. So if yeah. I'm always saving my kid because he's not getting the playing time, coach, you need to play him just because. Coach, you need to versus letting him stay on the bench and then watching him from the wing and saying, hey, do you have that work while you wait mentality? Because guess what? This situation is going to come again later yeah. on down the line. Yeah. It's going to happen, but I need to see how you respond to it and then give yeah. you the tools for later. Facts. Facts. But, you know, that that is something that I think all athletes need to deal with because they're going to go through it. There's not Absolutely. an athlete I, that I know, and I'm sure it's not an athlete that you know that hasn't gone through it or who, who is not going through it right now. I, I don't know one. Yeah. And and I, I can say, you know, my son went through it, went through it heavy. You know what I mean? But he's already a humble kid. It just humbled him to understand it's a business. You know what I mean? And you have to really look at it like a business. You love Absolutely. The sport, so you and like one of the biggest things, too, I always ask, you know, young men, young ladies, early, early in life, you know, and, and these are conversations I have with my own kids every year, you know, mm-hmm. what is your passion? Two questions. Yeah. What is your passion in life? What is your passion in the sport that you want to play? And then why do you right. want to do it? Because right. if you never attach and bring those two passions together, the deeper you play, the harder it's going to be to stay because when the going gets, you got to have something to pull from that's bigger yeah. than the game itself. Absolutely. And, you, and, and, and you're going to need it when things are looking bleak. Absolutely. That's and that's where the passion comes in, that, that drives that determination because it's bigger than yeah what I'm doing yeah yeah that that that's a good one because it's bigger than what I'm doing but I'm still gonna fight through it and I'm I think still gonna fight through it but if you don't have that if you don't yeah. have that thing to attach to it it's easy to walk away because now yeah. guess what it's too hard it's no yeah. longer fun for me yeah. easy yeah. to walk away yeah and even when you're in the midst of it 
and it seems like it's no longer fun, you still have that purpose. You you know, you you still know how to walk through it and, and comb through it and be like, you're not going to deny me. Because, because it's bigger than the still, sport. Yeah. It's, it's something it's pushing there. you bigger than the sport. Tom yeah. Brady showed that. He got the yeah. money. LeBron James got the money. Their passion is bigger yeah. than the sport itself, which yeah. is why they keep coming back year after year after year. So you have to identify those things in your kids very early because that's going to give you a window to how long they're going to play the game. Yeah, I agree with that. My son talks about all the time, you know, being able to go to, you know, play in the NFL. I said, well, if, if God blesses you to play, how long will you stay every year? Go back. Yeah. Yeah. What do you have? And that's a part of denial. So I made sure that I allowed him as early and often as possible to know what that feels like to be denied. And then I coached him through that and said, hey, put that in your pocket for later on. So when you have these issues where you say, hey, I'm questioning, what, and everybody does it. Everybody that's playing the sport will question at some point, do I want to continue? Everybody. All of those things that you put in the bank, all of those deposits, of denial, of this is why I do it, my passion, that's when you go pull that stuff out of the bank. Yeah. And you let that fuel you to keep going. And if you don't have anything, if you're depleted, guess what? It doesn't make sense anymore because now I don't yeah. have a reason to play. Yeah. So you and have to makes, give them the fuel. Mm-hmm. That makes sense to where you see a lot of people saying, uh, you know, the sport ain't for me no more. And that's because they're completely de- depleted. Yeah. They don't have the drive, the determine. And, again, there's nothing wrong with that because the one thing about sports is that vehicle will stop. Yeah. For everyone, we just don't know when it's going to stop. Right. But the fuel we get will help us push it a little bit further. Right. It's going to stop for everybody. Yeah. It's just not going to be the same Place yeah, everybody's not getting off at the, at the train stop nah. at the same time. No. Nah. No, nah, that's facts. That, that is facts. You know, I'm going to have to bring you back on because, man, <laughs> you, you're kicking some good knowledge. Now, tell everybody how they can find the recruiting blueprint. It is uh, right now Barnes & Nobles and Amazon. And you can follow me on Facebook, S.D. Johnson. Um, again, the, the consulting piece is a step-by-step, you know, conversation after conversation of, of walking you through what it looks like. And it doesn't matter where you are in the country. Football is football. And, and, and the main thing is um, parents, you got to understand, it's like baseball. I think football is one of those sports where, we, we kind of cheap ourselves out. We don't want to spend the money. You know, when, when uh, gymnastics, volleyball, baseball, you're going to spend a ton of money just for the opportunity to put your kid in a position to get a free ride. You either pay Absolutely. now or you pay later. My process was I'm going to pay early. So I traveled the country. I spent as much money as I could on doing everything early so that mm-hmm. I wouldn't have to do it later. And the blessing was it worked. 
Yeah. So I don't have to be a penny now. Yeah. Um, it can be found on um, Amazon and uh, Barnes and Nobles right now. I'm waiting on Apple to um, approve it, and we'll keep keep rolling. But no, thank you very much. It just again, it's it's not like um, we have to make it complicated. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work, but let's make it all make sense to to what we can. Every kid, male, female, recruiting situation is completely different, but the roadmap is there. It is just when you implement certain things in your journey is where people don't really understand. Right. Where I am right now, what do I do with where I am right now? Right. That's what kind of helps you know, guide where your kid can go. Absolutely. Well, I thank you, sir, for coming on. I am going to have thank you on you. again. Uh, Anytime. Anytime. You, thank you for coming on. Um, but, you know, it's always good picking your brain. Like, we can be on the phone Absolutely. forever talking Absolutely. about it. Absolutely. Anytime. I, I appreciate you very the much. Jack of all trades over there. <laughs> I so, appreciate you. I appreciate you too. You know, and I know we're in a different time zone, so I appreciate you staying. You know, I'm I'm behind everybody, so I'm a, truly, I'm a late truly, night guy anyway, so it's no big deal. <laughs> and I love how you are always giving to the kids. So my goal this is, is a to passion have a round for me. table with a bunch of people that have given some awesome advice. Um. And doing it around April to get everybody ready for the next football season, or you know, that's my goal. But I gotta, I gotta figure it out because I'm not traveling as much anymore. But I'm definitely gonna have you on that panel because I well, think you know, it's very good information. You know, I love coming out to LA, so that's that's easy. <laughs> You give me the word, you know, I, I'm going to be right there in the mountains while I wait for you to get this thing together. Will. So you already know. I, I love that light, so will. let's go. I sure will. I sure will. Thank you so much, and I really, really appreciate it. Until next time, thank you Absolutely. for coming. Thank I you appreciate guys. you. Thank you for having me. Now, everybody, you heard from Coach Johnson, and he – as always, it's awesome with the information that he gives. Go out and get his book, Crudy's Blueprint. Let's start making things happen for our kids, and let's prepare them, as he said, to stay. Until next week, thank you for listening to the Life of a Sports Mom. Good night, everybody. <laughs>